ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, as long as you're 21 or older, Michael Hill, Jason Holder, proudly bring to you the Whiskey and Wrestling Podcast. And if you're not done with that, go listen to something else. Welcome back to another week of the Whiskey and Wrestling Podcast. Jason, how was your week? It was good. Uh, We're actually... On Sunday this time. Right? That we are. We are on Sunday. We're not on Wednesday, like our bonus episode. If you didn't listen to it, yeah. you should probably go check it out. It was a pretty good episode, if I yeah, do say so a, myself. It was our top five favorite slash best wrestlers at the moment was the uh, was the given criteria. Not so much who's best technically in the ring, but that plus the actual package of the wrestler plus what's going on with them storyline wise etc cetera, etc cetera, etc cetera. what it came down to at least for me was who are the top 5 wrestlers i think of when if somebody were to ask for wrestling and Pretty nick much. jackson was not one of them nick jackson is not one of them you uh you playing playing stuff over the the microphone again stupid phone um yeah it seems like with this last update on the iPhone that Everything it does auto plays it, it auto plays and there's no way to turn it off. Yeah. So, so Apple for that. the love of God, fix it. So Michael, what are we drinking this week? Well, this week I thought we'd go back to an old standard. Okay. One of my favorite whiskeys that we've tried so far. And I've got the four roses single barrel. Sounds good to me. So I hadn't had that in a while. Uh, it's you know, so, so good. So, so good. Such a good whiskey. Uh, single barrels usually, to me, single barrels seem to leave something to be desired sometimes because mm-hmm. uh, they don't get that mix of the different everything's involved. You know, this yep. is just, this is a barrel of whiskey that mm-hmm. they siphon into a bottle, basically. Yeah. Um, where the majority of your whiskeys are at least have a little bit of blend to them. You know, they take mm-hmm. some out of this barrel and some out of this barrel and some out of this barrel. Um. So it gives a more rounded flavor, I guess. Uh, this one kind of succeeds in that without having to to be blended. So I like both of the what I've had the four roses, uh, traditional four roses, mm-hmm. and the the four roses single barrel. They're, they're both very good whiskeys, and they're not expensive either. I mean, these are not whiskeys that are going to break the bank. You know, this isn't. Angels Envy, it's not, you know, any of those that are the, you know, well, you know, more expensive per bottle. Yeah. I mean, this is I think it was 38 or 40 bucks somewhere yeah. in there, maybe a little cheaper than that. Maybe it was 30 bucks. A little more expensive than but, Jack, but it's not the, you know, it, it's it's not getting into your your wood uh your wood uh, what is it? Woodbridge? Wood Forest. Yeah. Woodford. Woodford. Woodford Reserve. There we go. Yeah. Woodbridge is a wine. There's there's a Wood Forest Bank, I think. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, no, and this is just leaps and bounds above Jack. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Jack is, is good. I'm not going to try to take uh, anything away no, no, from no, no, Jack. No. Jack is cheap. Jack is cheap. This is or, so much smoother. <laughs> Jack is great for mixing. Yeah. Yeah. If absolutely. you're mixing four roses, you're doing it wrong. You're wrong. You're yeah. wrong and you should feel bad. Yeah, that's and that's kind of my thing, you know. We've made the comment multiple times. Jack Daniels is generally everybody's first introduction to whiskey because it's what your parents had, so it's what you stole out of the, the bottom shelf of the pantry, or it's what you could, you know, what your friend stole out of the bottom of their pantry right. and brought to the. And you mixed it with Coke, or you mixed it with Dr Pepper, or you mixed it with root beer, or something like that. Uh, and and you thought you were cool because you were sixteen in the woods getting drunk on Jack Daniels. Yeah. Um. Some of us never grow out of that stage. Some of us do. Some of us try um, different things. Yeah, I'll I'll say this. You know, if I'm gonna if I want a Jack and Coke, or you know, I mean, it's got a thing named after it. So if I want a whiskey and Coke or something like that, Jack is generally what I'm putting in there because, like you said, I, I you lose the complexity of your four roses, your ten cups, your you know your your better whiskeys, mixing them with. Uh, acid and caffeine and regret, yeah. uh, you kind of lose it. Acid and caffeine. That's I what like Coke that. is. Yeah. Uh, True. So, with all of that said about what we're drinking, how about we get into the wrestling of this week? 
Yeah, we should do that. Whether we want to or not. Whether we want to or not. We'll start off with Monday night. Uh, we're going to do the same thing we did last week where we didn't really talk about the draft picks until a little bit yeah. later. But uh, Monday night was the second day of the draft. Mm-hmm. So, but throughout the night, they did actually have wrestling. I know that surprises you. WWE, World Wrestling Entertainment, not known for their wrestling. Not at all. Um <laughs> And the sad thing is, is I'm only partially joking about that because we talked a few weeks ago where they had like 15 minutes of wrestling in an entire hour. Yeah. So let me get off my soapbox. (laughs) (laughs) We had Damian Priest versus Jeff Hardy for the United States Championship. Damian Priest retains. Uh, After that, we see uh, the debut or the re-debut, I suppose, of Austin Theory. We have uh, Shayna Baszler versus Dana Brooke, where, of course, Dana Brooke got that win, right? Uh, of course, sure. Shayna, Shayna Baszler. <laughs> Shayna Baszler got the win. After the match, uh, Dewdrop confronts Baszler as Baszler is about to destroy Dana's arm. We have Mansoor and Mustafa Ali versus Angel Garza and Umberto Carrillo, where Garza and Carrillo get the win. We have, um, what? <laughs> the way they have this title on here, big E and big D versus yes. big Bob and Dolph Ziggler. Yes. Because Drew McIntyre referred to himself as big D. Okay. I must've missed that. And when I, I was kind of watching when he said that I was like, how did they allow that to go out on the air? <laughs> uh, <laughs> wow. <laughs> so the faces get the win. I, I I'm I'm sorry. I'm, <laughs> we have Nikki ASH and Rhea Ripley versus Natalia and Tamina for the world tag team titles. Um we have the champions remaining, Nikki Ash, ASH, and Rhea Ripley are the, the winners. The only women's tag team that still exists. Right? Um, We have Goldberg and Bobby Lashley make it official. We have the New Day versus the Hurt Business, um, where the New Day get the win. We have Bianca Belair versus Charlotte Flair. Excuse me. Which went to DQ, um, and Sasha Banks comes out and attacks both, and we have these Was three women fight. Sasha Banks came from the crowd to attack both women. Okay. Was I knew Be- I thought Becky got involved too. My bad. Well, you know, let's I see. mean, they can't seem to figure out what they want to do with the women's division. So you know, there you go. Yeah, okay, Becky Lynch pulled her out to cause the DQ, and then Sasha came out and attacked. So, yeah, they, they've just got everybody just tied up. the whole way around. Yeah. All right, you want to talk about AEW? Yeah, you know, ordinarily we would talk about NXT at this point, but uh, NXT's dead to us, so... Maybe one day we'll get back to NXT, but for the foreseeable future, we're not going to talk about it because it's just not it's engaging not, it's to not us. Engaging. It's not engaging. It's not anything I want to watch. It, it, we we are no longer the target audience of that show. Yeah. Um, I'm kind of curious to see the ratings on the show. So we'll get to that because I think it's funny. Um, <laughs> okay. So we go to Dynamite. We kicked off with the with uh, the Super Elite. You know, uh, Matt, Nick, Jackson, Kenny, and Adam Cole. Bay Bay, Bay Bay versus Jurassic Express. Brian Danielson and Christian Cage in a uh, very sloppy eight man tag match. Where the good guys win, or no, I'm sorry, the uh, elite win, and they hit a BTE trigger on Jungle Boy, of all people. Uh, Luchasaurus was in that match. Luchasaurus could have taken that pin. Yep. Um, Had Sammy Guevara versus a debuting for AEW, Bobby Fish. Uh, For the TNT Championship, Sammy wins. uh, Then got beat down by America's top team. 
And Fuego, Fuego came out to kind of help, and then Fuego got annihilated, and then Jericho and Hager came down to make the save. We had Darby Allen versus Nick Camarado, where Darby Allen won. Uh, then he got attacked by QT Marshall. QT Marshall then ate a Scorpion Death Drop from Sting, and there we go. Um, we had Hiroko Shida versus Serena Deeb. Where if Shida would have won, this would have been her 50th win. They had a cool little trophy outside. Uh, she did not win. Uh, Serena Deeb uh, pinned her. No, uh, made her submit. And then after the submission, Deeb took the 50-win trophy and cracked it over the back of her head. Anyway, hmm. um, then we had our casino ladder match, which had Pac, Orange Cassidy, Matt Hardy, John Moxley, Lance Archer, and the Joker was a returning hangman, Adam Page, who came down, won the chip. So we managed to set back up Page versus Kenny uh, after Hangman took a, an extended leave there for a couple months for uh, the birth of his child. Birth of his child and I think just a break. Yep. All right. Hopefully they can turn that into something. On Friday night, up first we had SmackDown. SmackDown started off with the three women. There you go, playing stuff Good again. In the God, I can't stand that. Apple, please, please fix that, Apple. Uh, so we start off SmackDown with the three women who are the only women who matter to WWE at the moment, other than Charlotte. We had Becky Lynch, Sasha Banks, and Bianca Belair. Bianca was standing in the ring. Sasha was standing on the commentary table. And Becky had her own little table set up. In the aisle, you know, the aisle that they walk down. So, there we go. We get we get that. At the end of that, Bianca Belair laid out both of them. Put both of them through a table. We have our King of the Ring quarterfinal, Rey Mysterio versus Sami Zayn, where Sami Zayn gets the win. And I couldn't care less about this King of the Ring tournament because it needs to be a one-night tournament for it to matter. And it needs to have some actual stakes other than who's going to be saddled with an awful gimmick for the next two years. Right. Uh, we then have our Queen's Crown quarterfinal, Tony Storm versus Zelina Vega. One of two women's matches this evening, I believe. Each I match so. lasted less than three minutes. So Zelina Vega gets the win over Tony Storm. Roman Reigns cuts a promo on Brock Lesnar. Brock Lesnar wasn't there, but you know, Roman Reigns cut the promo. And then Paul Heyman cuts a promo on Brock Lesnar as well. We then see our second match, Liv Morgan versus Carmella, where Carmella gets the win. I think this match lasted all of one minute and 30 seconds. Yay. <laughs> you can tell there's something I want to get off my chest when we get to the... Oh, yeah. <laughs> we have uh, the King of the Ring, another King of the Ring quarterfinal, Cesaro versus Finn Balor. Uh, Balor gets the win on Cesaro here, which is sad to see. Like, I like Balor. Cesaro deserves a WWE championship. Yes, he does. He, he just he deserves it. Uh, Edge challenges Seth Rollins to Hell in a Cell. Seth cuts a promo and he's going to hold up the show or whatever, and Edge comes out, beats the crap out of him. Seth runs away, and Edge just says, you, me, hell in a cell. And that was how we go off of the air for SmackDown. Also, in this, we see that uh, we're going to see a return of, and I just completely blanked, <laughs> just completely blanked. Go with it. I'll get back to it. All right. Uh, well, we move on to Rampage. We kicked off with CM Punk versus Daniel Garcia, where, of course, CM Punk wins. We then had the Lucha Bros versus the Acclaimed uh, for the tag titles. Um, the Lucha Bros, of course, won. Then we had Sky Blue versus Jade Cargill, where Jade won. 
And then our main event of the evening was Ricky Starks versus Brian Cage for the FTW title in a Philadelphia street fight where Starks wins after Cage was beat up by Hook, uh, Hook and Hobbs. So, so there you go. Yeah. The the return that I was thinking of, and I completely blanked, and I apologize, was Sonya Deville will be making her in ring return right. yeah, next her week. Her versus uh versus uh, Naomi. Naomi. So so real quick before we get into things, there's there's one little quick news point that I wanted to make. So this coming up week, um, Rampage is actually going to be bumped up thirty minutes. It looks like. Is Rampage? I I know that there's going to be crossover. I didn't quite understand how it was going to work. There's going to be a 30 minute crossover between the end of SmackDown and the start of Rampage. Is it? And I'm not positive of this, but the way I was reading it, and I Maybe really I don't know. I, I was thinking it was SmackDown was going to be extended by 30 minutes. Maybe that's what. It but is. I, I don't. Maybe that's what it is. That SmackDown's going to run 30 minutes into Rampage. Um, either way, we're going to have a 30 minute crossover of Rampage and SmackDown. Uh, Tony Khan has already tweeted out that he's looking forward to beating them. And I kind of think they will, honestly. Well, the match that is supposed to be, or what, what is supposed to be in that overrun, is the women. Yeah. Becky Lynch, Sasha Banks, and Bianca, I think. Yeah, and honestly, I, I really think Rampage will outdraw it. And, just throwing this out there, because yeah. this shows how scared Vince is. Yeah. There's no commercials in that 30 minutes. Saw that. AEW has Vince McMahon running scared. He really does. And his best hope of competing with them, mm-hmm. he's killed. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, and, and that's something that I did want to mention. So, you know, we, we didn't watch NXT because apparently we're not the demographic for NXT anymore. Um. The average age of viewer for NXT last week was 62. Yeah, you heard me. You heard me right. Vince McMahon wanted to turn NXT into an edgier product, uh, target it more towards the up and coming, the youth, that kind of thing. And the average age was 62 because the 18 to 34 demographic is tuning out in droves. They do not want to see this cartoony garbage that is being put on their TV instead of NXT. So, yeah. I thought that was hilarious. You know, we, we want to get a more a more edgy show, and we're going to do this, and the kids love the colors and, and all that, so, so here we go. And then 62 is your average viewer age. That's... <laughs> I, I, I honestly think, and, and people have been saying this for years, years and years and years, Vince McMahon is out of touch with his audience. And there's no doubt about it that he is. But somehow he's managed to stay on top. And until Tony Khan came along, nobody has been able to successfully run a program. TNA was, came close. TNA came yeah. close. But then they, when they became successful, they brought in... Hulk Hogan and Eric Bischoff, and that's fine. And you know what? Even at that, even when they had Hogan and Bischoff and all that kind of coming through, they started doing the main event mafia stuff. You know, they were yeah. they were replaying the hits from NWO, right? Even when all of that was going on, that would have been fine to an extent. Well, but the corporate level there, Dixie Carter, all of that stuff, they annihilated that show. They started losing TV deals. They were on spike. Now, granted, Spike is not exactly the most glorious channel out there, right? But it is a basic cable channel. Well, they were on Spike, and they took over the Spike deal when WWE Raw left Spike. exactly. So they were on Spike. They had a unique look. They had the six-sided ring. They had the six-sided ring. Then they bring in Bischoff and Hogan, and I was watching, because Impact posts a bunch of their videos on on Facebook, and I I see them, you know... I have fond memories of watching Impact, and they Some posted Impact was really good. The old X Division stuff, yeah. that kind of stuff. They posted a video of Hogan and Bischoff cutting a promo the first time they were in a four sided ring. Yeah, 
And the entire arena that they were in, the impact zone, I'm sure it was the impact zone, was chanting, we want six sides. Yeah. And Hogan basically said, screw you. There's lots of changes coming. Yep. Why do you change when you're successful? And that killed, it, it eventually killed it impact. It killed the uniqueness of it. It killed the uniqueness then, of impact. It became Raw light. They tried to go one-on-one with Monday Night Raw. Yeah, that was the when, dumbest thing ever. And it's like, no. WCW died, and it burned in flames. And it was a great for 83 weeks that it was on top yeah. and, and beyond Yeah, to a point. But you don't copy that. Tony Khan sees that. Mm-hmm. Tony Khan isn't going to move Dynamite to Monday night. No. He's not. No, that would be that would be the dumbest thing right now possible. Now, yeah. in five years, could I see them doing like, you know, maybe a Monday night special type thing? You know, hey, right. You know, like, you know, when uh, Raw from time to time will move from USA to sci-fi because of the Westminster dog show or something like that. Could I see Tony, after a couple years, being a little cheeky when, say, the the NBA playoffs are on or something like that, and they're on Wednesday nights, him going and saying, hey, um, can we move from Wednesday night this week to Monday night? Mm-hmm. You know, not during football season because that would be a, a disaster. Um, but you know, during during basketball, during when when one of the playoffs is going to be on there, just like we're going to have a one time special dynamite on Monday just to see what the numbers show up, and then use that as a could we really maybe compete on Monday versus Raw? I don't know. Um. It would be interesting to see, I think. Yeah. I don't want them to move to Monday nights. I don't either. I want them to stay separate so that I don't have to flip back and forth. Yeah. I don't want to flip back and forth. I don't want to have to choose which one am I watching this week. It's like when we were trying to watch Dynamite and NXT. Yeah. You know, we would watch Dynamite until a commercial, then we'd flip over to NXT, then we'd hop back over to Dynamite. Or Or we'd we'd pick which show had the match we wanted to watch that week. Or they'd... Both have good matches that we wanted to watch, and we'd have to try to figure out, okay, so how are we going to watch, you know, Gargano Ciampa across from, you know, Hangman, you know, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And it just didn't work for anybody, I don't think. I mean, it worked for AEW. They ended up (laughs) winning, as they should have. Yes. As much as I loved NXT, Mm -hmm. Dynamite was new. It was cool. It was interesting. And they were consistently putting out a better product. Exactly. So. Do you want to talk about the draft? Should we read off the list? Go ahead and hit the list and give a couple of of lip service mentions to some things. Okay. So I'm just going to read off the completed list. Um, So it's going to be some repeats from last week. But we'll see the entire see the entire draft picture. Yeah. So for the men, we have on Raw, Big E, Randy Orton, Riddle, Edge, Keith Lee, Rey Mysterio, Dominic Mysterio, Austin Theory, Bobby Lashley, Seth Rollins, Damian Priest, AJ Styles, Omos, Kevin Owens, Montez Ford, Angelo Dawkins, Finn Balor, Karrion Cross, Gable Stevenson, Drake Maverick, Reggie. Akira Tozawa, Chad Gable, Otis, R-Truth, John Morrison, T-Bar, Apollo Crews, Commander Aziz, Dolph Ziggler, Robert Roode, Jackson Riker, Veer, Shelton Benjamin, Cedric Alexander, and The Miz. (gasps) Right. Take a deep breath now. (laughs) Just, what are they going for with this draft? Like, what was the idea? I think it's, oh, we have to have a draft. I always preferred the draft following Mania. Yeah. That always made more sense to me. Okay, we finished our storylines at Mania. We're going to have a draft next month, and that's going to reset the stage and build towards the next Mania. I, now I, they've yeah. changed it here, and it just does nothing for me. The one, kind of the one thing here that really kind of, well, there's two things that really interest me. Mm-hmm. Gable Stevenson. Yeah. Stevenson, however you yeah, say his name. Stevenson. 
he's an Olympic gold medalist. He's the second Olympic gold medalist in professional wrestling following Kurt Angle. Yep. We've never seen him in a WWE ring. He just signed, like, last month. Right. Did they just draft him so his name was on TV? That's what it sounds like. Um, How is he going to... Like, even Kurt went to a training camp for a while before they debuted him. Yeah. And Kurt is always, everybody said, oh, Kurt's one, you know, he's that one of the million kind of guys who just gets it. Yep. Maybe Gable's the same way. I don't know, but that worries me that you have. I honestly don't know. You Um, you have a chance to recreate a Kurt Angle-like athlete. What I'm afraid they're going to do is I'm afraid WWE has decided that, uh, you know, amateur wrestling is more popular than it really is. Um, they're going to push this kid hard as the second coming of Kurt Angle. He's going to fail spectacularly. And we're going to see the WWE not take responsibility for that. It's not, it's not that we took a dude who's never participated in professional wrestling and shoved him to raw into this spotlight. Um, it's your fault as a fan for not liking America. Yeah. You know, I have a feeling that's where we're heading with this. Um, I mean, I mean, Think of some of the other people that they've done this with. You know, we had Ronda Rousey recently, mm-hmm. not an Olympic medalist by any means. Well, she was a—I think she was a judo medalist, but I don't—I don't know if she was a gold medalist or not. But she was an Olympian, right. and let's give—if you're an Olympic athlete, yeah. oh, you are top tier. Like, oh, you deserve sure. all of it. They took her. She comes in. She did some dark match stuff. She did some training, a ton of training. She made her debut in a match at WrestleMania versus Triple H and Stephanie, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. Um, with Kurt Angle. No. Wasn't it? I thought it was her and Kurt Angle versus uh, Triple H. It was H a rock, Stephanie. wasn't it? Maybe. Maybe? No. I don't remember. I just remember she made her debut at WrestleMania, and you know what? she did. You know what we need? An ombudsman? We like need a, like our, our, our friends at over at Rogue's Rogue's Cast Radio. Their they need to let us borrow their ombudsman, and we can... Uh... She did better than she had any right to, but it was still sloppy. You know, the fact that she was in the ring with Triple H, with either The Rock or Kurt Angle, whichever one it was, uh, and Stephanie, who is not the best wrestler in the world, but she has been around it literally her entire life. I will correct myself. It was Kurt Angle? It was Kurt Angle, but it was the previous, the previous where they one set it up, up several years before where yeah. they showed up with The Rock. And um, I, I thought that they continued that, but they didn't. So she's in the ring with Kurt Angle, one of the best ever. Triple H, one of the best ever. And Stephanie, who has been around this for her entire life. So she was made to look a whole lot better than she actually was. Yeah. Um, then over the next year or so, you know, she gets in the feud with Becky. Uh, she becomes a, a spoiled, whiny brat from all, in, from, from all accounts. Uh, because Becky was the hottest thing in wrestling at the time, and she was getting and uh, Ronda was getting booed, and she couldn't handle being booed. Uh, yeah, and I don't think that was kayfabe at all. No, I, um, I think look, Ronda so she, is extremely talented. Yeah, so she took her belt and went home. Well, that's you know? that's what she does when she loses and, and i don't mean in mma you know ronda is extremely talented she deserves all the yeah, accolades she that she got for sure but you know but when she lost in mma mm-hmm. she tried one more time to do something and she got butt whooped again yeah. and she quit and, and she WWE. quit she goes to wwe she leaves wwe because she doesn't like the fans yeah woman you've been a fan yeah of this at least for a little while you yeah. saw how the fans were before you came in. Her big thing was, I'm a real athlete. I should be the one that's being cheered. But Becky's the one that's getting the cheers. Because, like I said, Becky was the second coming of Stone Cold. Becky yeah. was the the hottest thing in wrestling at that time. 
I blame WWE for putting Ronda in that spot. Becky was the second coming of Stone Cold to the point that she goes on Stone Cold's show, yeah, drinks a beer with him and stuns and him, him in yeah. his own ring. Yeah. So yeah, right. um, I, I have a feeling that that uh, uh, Stevenson's going to be set up that way. Yeah, you know, he's going to come in. They're going to look at the look at the Olympic athlete that we have. You know, the other guys don't have that. Ha ha. And it's just going to be atrocious. Um, well, the other guys have American Top Team. Yeah, which is atrocious. <laughs> so, you know. If you didn't catch the just depression in right. my voice. Yeah, no, no one is immune from stupid decisions. Now, uh, the other one that I find interesting mm-hmm. and a little bit odd, and it's probably not going to amount to anything, mm-hmm. is Veer. Yeah, they split up Shanky and Veer and Gender. Well, Ginger uh, and Shanky yeah, went to SmackDown. SmackDown. But Veer's on Raw. Yep. And Veer's, uh, honestly, he's the one in that well, group that stands out. They did a lot of that stuff. They split them up. They split up uh, Mason T-Bar. They split up the New Day again. Um, They didn't split up AJ and Omos, which I kind of expected. Uh, but they didn't. I think they, I think they understand that. Almost has to be with somebody like AJ. Yeah, because he's, he's not, he's not he's going not to get over on his own. He's not talented enough. And this is not anything. I feel like I'm talking bad about everybody. That, I don't necessarily think it's that he's not talented enough. I don't think he is. Experienced. This may be a better experienced word. Experienced enough slash. I want to say capable. Right. I think the dude probably has all the talent in the world. But I think he also falls into that. Big Show, now, Great Kali, Giant Gonzalez. He's so big that he cannot move effectively. Yeah. I think based on just what I've seen, if they were to let him be more of a face yeah. and let more of his real personality out. Well, watch the Up, Up, Down, Down YouTube where him and uh, Kofi play uh, ping pong. It's hilarious. Yeah, it just what little I've seen in his interactions with people over time. Seems like he's a really good guy. Mm-hmm. Seems like if they would just let his real personality come out, he'd actually be somewhat decent if a one-note big man, because that's what Vince McMahon wants. Yeah, exactly. But this big monster that can't be stopped by anybody hasn't been entertaining since it's the not 80s. entertaining, yep. Uh, let's... Talk about the women who were drafted to Raw. We have Bianca Belair, Rhea Ripley, Nikki A.S.H., Becky Lynch, Alexa Bliss, Carmella, Nia Jax, Zelina Vega, Dewdrop, Dana Brooke, Liv Morgan, Mia Yim, Tamina, and Tegan Knox. Yeah, they split up all of the women. Yeah. Any women's tag team that was uh, uh, as established as possible, I guess you could say, um, they were split apart. Yeah. Why? I I don't know. SmackDown, the men, we have Roman Reigns, Drew McIntyre, Kofi Kingston, Xavier Woods, Happy Corbin, Madcap Moss, Isaiah Scott, Top Dollar, Ashante Adonis. Yeah, all of Hit Row. Yeah, Hit Row. Jeff Hardy, Jimmy Uso, Jay Uso, King Nakamura, Rick Boogs. Yeah, you, have to, you have to say it like that. <laughs> Seamus, Eric, Ivar, Ricochet, Umberto Carrillo, Angel Garza, Cesaro, Ridge Holland, Sami Zayn, Drew Gulak, Mace, Mustafa Ali, Mansoor, Jinder Mahal, and Shanky. Yeah, it just, I, I don't I, get the draft. Honestly, it almost seems like they're trying to make Raw the top show again. Which, with the exception of Fox was like, no, you can't take Roman yeah. away from us. Exactly. Uh, because if you look, the more interesting matchups seem to be on Raw, whereas SmackDown seems to be meh. SmackDown is the Roman Reigns show. Yeah. We're going to see Roman versus Brock for a little bit. We'll probably feed, after Crown Jewel, we'll probably feed in Drew McIntyre for a while. And we'll have Roman versus Drew for a bit. Um, and then before Mania, we'll have Roman go back to Brock. And I have a feeling at that point we'll probably drop the belt to Brock. Uh, then we can have a little more feuding and go from there. 
Well, or do they have Brock take the belt at Crown Jewel? I, I don't and see have that, Roman and Drew fight. No, I'm going to get Brock at Mania. Oh, I'm going to get Brock at Mania. Blah, blah. And then maybe we have one of them take it at Mania for that Mania moment. Yeah, maybe. Because Roman hasn't beat Brock at Mania. Yeah, he did. Did he? Yeah, he beat him. I think he beat him once and then was immediately cashed in on. I don't think so. I thought that's what it was. Let me look. I don't think so. Um, I think Roman beat Brock at Crown Jewel, and then he almost immediately had to step away because of his leukemia. I don't think he's beat Brock at Mania. Uh, we'll take a look. While I'm looking uh, at that, what are we going to move on so, to? So well, let's go talk about the SmackDown women real quick. Okay. Charlotte Flair, B-Fab, Naomi, Sasha Banks, Shayna Baszler, Zia Lee, Aaliyah, Tony Storm, Shotzi Blackheart, and Natalia. Reigns has won twice, it looks like. At at Mania? No, hang on. Hold tight. Yeah, he won in 2015. Uh, Reigns beat Lesnar, and then Seth cashed in. I thought Seth cashed in in the middle of the match. Maybe. Hold on. Have we really... Anyway. Have we really been seeing Reigns and Lesnar for six years now? Yeah. Because the, the first time they fought was in 2015, and it was Brock versus Roman versus Seth. Because it was Brock versus Roman. Roman won. Seth cashed in. Uh, then we he, Yeah, because Seth cashed in. No, 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 no. I'm sorry. You're right. Seth cashed in kind of in the middle of the match. Yeah. And Seth won. We had Roman versus Brock versus Dean Ambrose. In 2016, where Roman won. 2017, we had Brock versus Roman Reigns versus Samoa Joe versus Braun Strowman in a fatal four-way, where Brock won. 2018, we had Brock versus Reigns, where Brock won at Mania. And then we immediately had at the Greatest Royal Rumble, where Brock won. At SummerSlam, Roman won. And then we got Crown Jewel coming up this year. Okay. So, yeah. I, I don't think Roman's beat Brock at Mania. I could have sworn he beat him once, but I, I, could be, I definitely I, could be wrong. I, but uh, it, it doesn't either matter. Way, They'll use that, because this is going to be the real Mania. This yeah. is going to be the real return to mania because this year they were still subdued. They weren't able to get the hundred thousand people that right. they always want in the arena, which is, you know, like actually 80,000 people, but right. you know, <laughs> so I could see them going either way. You give drew his mania moment that was stolen from him yeah, because of COVID or you give Roman his mania moment. I feel like I feel like if Roman drops the title at Crown Jewel, if this happens, um, we're not gonna see Roman with a belt for a little bit. Like I feel like they're going to let that simmer. Possibly. Um we can move Roman we could move to Roman Drew, you know, Brock has the belt, we move to Roman Drew, they do their thing for a while. Then if we have a match I think it becomes Brock versus Drew as a, a, a WrestleMania rematch. I mean, either of them, could, any of them could be, but yeah, you know. and it's an, it's entirely possible. But I could see, I could, because I could see Lesnar calling out Drew, basically saying, you know, you beat me a couple years ago. Uh, now see if you can do it with the WWE Universe around, you know, something like that. Now I will say, this time with Drew. Or I'm sorry, with with Brock. Huh? Brock seems like he's having fun. He does. He he, he's, he actually he's looks more of like a face. he's um, well. He's more of a face, but he just the way he carries himself and the way he's doing everything, it just seems like I'm having fun with this. He's getting to do something different, you know. With what we've talked about WWE and to a much lesser extent AEW. But they get so caught up in this, oh my God, this person is this, so they have to be looked this way, period. The end. Yeah. You know? Um, no. 
No, no. you don't. Change you can, things you up. Can, you can mess with these tropes. You know, Brock Lesnar can be a face. He can be a comedy character almost. He's Brock freaking Lesnar. Yeah. You know, you can have him come out on stage with the, the Money in the Bank boombox, you know? You can do things like that and have people kind of... Okay, he's he's not just a I am fight robot. I am going to F five. Yeah, you know that that kind of thing. You can have him be a person, but still be a badass in the ring. That is possible. Yeah, you know it is. And Brock Lesnar is legitimately one of those once in a generational yeah, he absolutely athletes. Is. You know, this is a man who was a All-American in wrestling, mm-hmm. uh, you know, amateur, yeah. amateur wrestling, who managed to turn that into a career at WWE, which he left to go play NFL, go play football. NFL football and probably a, the wrong decision. Yeah. Probably the wrong decision because most people... There have been a few exceptions. Mm-hmm. Most people aren't going to make an NFL team right. if they haven't been playing football their entire lives. Yeah. Like I said, there's a few exceptions. I can't remember. There's a guy on the, uh, on the there, play for the Saints. There are walk-ons you know. that happen. It's just rare. Yeah. But he goes to Japan where he wrestles for a year or so. Yeah. Then he said, you know what? I'm going to go to UFC. Yeah. Goes and does MMA for a while. Goes and does MMA. And his second fight, I believe it was his second, maybe it was his third fight, mm-hmm. he takes the heavyweight championship. Yeah. I think he only loses it because of the... Di- di- Diverticulitis? Thank you. Yeah. Thank you, because I was not going to get that word out. <laughs> it wasn't going to work. I think he only lost it because of that. I think they had to take it away from him because he was out. Any other man probably never fights or wrestles again. Yeah, and here he shows shows back up in WWE. Well, he shows back up in MMA. Yeah, for more. Goes back to WWE because he's like, I've done everything in MMA at this point. I'm gonna go make some money. Yep. Goes back to MMA and comes right. back to WWE. This is a man who just wants to live out in the middle of the woods in Canada with his wife and kids yeah. <laughs> and hunt deer. And I'm pretty sure he hunts them with his bare hands. <laughs> he just jumps out of trees on deer, <laughs> rah, rips their neck open. Uh, he yeah, showed, I mean, he showed up. There's a YouTube channel uh, where there's some butchers mm-hmm. that that all they do is they they yeah. butcher. And he showed up on that to learn how to butcher. Yeah. And the thing is, you know, Brock Brock has a personality. We we stick him with Paul Heyman. Paul Heyman's awesome. Yeah. But we didn't get to see Brock's personality there. No. Because and, we were so. He must be fight robot. Well, you know, and, he was Drogo, basically. And Brock doesn't necessarily have the greatest promo skills. He also kind of has a Mike Tyson voice. You know, and him coming back, his first promo when he came back was bad. Yeah. It was bad. And it, His promos aren't that great. So, his, his voice does not match his body. Um, But so he is... I get it. Brock Lesnar... Come on, man. Let the dude be funny. And he, Let him do yeah. something, you know? And he looks like he's just genuinely having a good time. Yeah. So, shall we move over to AEW for a bit? Yeah, let's move over to AEW for a bit. Um, The match on Dynamite, the eight-man tag match that, that kicked off the show. You've got the Super Elite, and you've got uh, Jungle Boy, Luchasaurus, Christian Cage, and Brian Danielson. Two things. One, we, we kind of touched on it earlier. Jungle Boy ate the pin. Granted, he took a, a four-way BTE trigger. Yeah. But why do you pin Jungle Boy? Why don't you pin Luchasaurus? Um, you know, Christian we, Cage got escorted to the back, whether he yeah, was he, legitimately hurt or it was storyline, which it came across the storyline. It came across the storyline. But, but I don't he know got why escorted you take to the him back, out. So he's out. Um, you're not going to pin Brian Danielson. That's just no. not going to happen. No. Um, then you have, so you got Jungle Boy and you got Luchasaurus. Jungle Boy is the obvious star there. Luchasaurus is awesome, but Luchasaurus is not a star. 
Um, let's let's face it. The Luchasaurus gimmick, yeah, has a ceiling. Yes, that Luchasaurus gimmick is at its ceiling right now. It is tag team. It is, uh, you know, decent tag team. You yeah, know. that is not a singles gimmick that is going to work in AEW. No, maybe in Lucha Underground, sure. Sure, in Lucha Underground would work fine. But but it's not going to work in AEW. It's not going to work in AEW. If and the dude's name's Adam, I forget his last name, but uh. If he has a any aspirations towards like even the TNT title or something like that, um, he needs to rebrand. Yeah, he's gonna have to rebrand. He um, needs to rebrand. It's it's that simple. You know, this is a he is currently a vehicle to put over Jungle Boy. You know, so, and I, I think he's happy like, to do that. Yeah, for sure. And I feel like the way this match should have definitely ended would have been him getting taken out. Jungle Boy, you know, him tagging in a Jungle Boy. Jungle Boy, you know, doing his thing. Then Jungle Boy taking the heat. Jungle Boy kicks out. Of, let's let's have Jungle Boy kick out of that BT trigger. Or, you know, let's just not have it happen to Jungle Boy. He manages to tag in Luchasaurus. Then all of your elite outside causes a problem because, I mean, it's been what they've been doing, so why don't we continue that? They, they already did it in this match with Cutler getting involved and... Uh, Nakazawa getting involved in all that stuff. Why don't you just have all that happen and then Luchasaurus takes the pin? That's the first thing. The second thing of this match is it was sloppy. My God, there were the two big ones that I can think of was when Christian Cage was set up outside for the Indy Taker. Nick Jackson jumped off the rope. And didn't even get close yeah. to where Matt was with him uh, for the Indy Taker. Uh, that was terrible. Then you had Kenny, the Bucks, and Cole trying to set up Luchasaurus for a shield bomb, basically. And I don't know if Kenny got off balance, if the guys holding up Luchasaurus just wasn't working right, but they dropped him. Kenny fell over backwards and they dropped him. It looked bad from these eight guys. Yeah. You know, th- this match was, it was a fun match, but there were some serious problems in it, technically, uh, which almost made me wonder, did these guys get together behind at the backstage, you know, 20 minutes before Dynamite started and go, I guess we should go over the match and see what we're going to do, right? Yeah, well, you know, we should probably do this, this, and this. Uh, yeah, okay, I think we'll hit those spots. Oh, what if we did this? Yeah, that would be cool, you know. Yeah, it just, it was bad. It, it, it was, was not a good match. Um, the the Meltzer driver outside the ring was just awful. That, that so, was, that, like... The camera was Matt, in way the wrong spot. The camera was in the wrong spot. Matt was on his knees before Nick even left the ring. Yeah. It just... It didn't look good. Bad. All to- and all these the are supposed to be their top yeah. guys. The timing goes off all the way around. Um, what do you think about the TBS title? I'm intrigued. So they announced the TBS title. It's going to be a women's title. So this is going to lead into my rant. But it's basically so this is basically going to be the TNT title for the women, kind of a mid card belt. Yeah, um, I, I'm intrigued by that. I think that they need that. They need to showcase their women more because we really haven't seen a whole lot. Yeah, we see we, we see one women's match on Dynamite maybe usually, two. maybe two, maybe two. And this is a problem in the entire industry. Mm-hmm. This is a problem in the entire industry, as I alluded to in my going through SmackDown. There was less than five minutes total, yeah, of women's wrestling on SmackDown. Yep. What? Yeah, it was bad. We talk about this women's revolution that we had just a few years ago. Mm-hmm. And we get five less than five minutes. Less than five minutes. And that's two matches. That was two women's matches. Yeah. AEW does a little bit better. They at least give their women decent matches when they're on the show. But we only had, I think, one women's match on Wednesday. Yeah, we had Serena D versus uh, Hiroki Shida. 
And then on Rampage, we had Jade Cargill versus somebody. I, why? I don't, I don't get it. Why? Okay. You, you only have two hours, two women's matches. Sure. But you give them 15 minutes each. Yeah. You know, but then again, we know from a few weeks ago that WWE only had 15 minutes of wrestling one week. Yeah. You know, well, 15 minutes total. an hour. Yeah. You know, but like, what's going on? This is supposed to be wrestling. Mm-hmm. And I get it. It's entertainment too. But I don't tune in to see them interview with Kayla in the back. The biggest problem with WWE, AEW doesn't seem to have this one. WWE's problem is we'll have a match. And then right after the match is over, we'll have a five-minute package about that match. Mm -hmm. Then before the main event, we'll have a different five-minute package about a match or a promo that happened earlier in the night that set up that main event. So, okay, so we have this main event of, of X versus Y. Well, they had a promo at the beginning that set up the match. Then we recap it. Then we recap it again. And then at some point in the middle, we're going to talk about it a third time. Mm-hmm. So this, what they could have done is where we could have had a nice 20-minute main event Instead, we now have an eight-minute main event because we spent 12 minutes talking about it throughout the night. Yeah. Well, I mean, and they're not as bad. WWE is not as bad as they used to be with a 20-minute yeah, promo to start the show. Yeah. And then... I forget, what was it, a couple years ago, I think, SmackDown opened, and for the first 35 minutes, there was no wrestling. Yeah. You know, we're, we're talking a two-hour show here, so over a quarter of your show, from the jump, There was no wrestling. It was a promo. It was like a backstage segment. It was a video package. It was another promo. And then finally, it was like a five-minute match. Yeah. I would be so mad if I paid money to go see that show. Oh, yeah. I would have walked out. in the arena for, you know, bell time is at 8 o'clock, you know, and they, they start hyping you up, and it's getting hype, and you're, you're ready, and everything, and here we go, and 8 o'clock hits, and then I don't see any wrestling for 35 minutes yeah. while I'm sitting here at a wrestling show to see wrestling? Come on. It, it's not going to get better. It won't. Unless... It's not. You, if you want the women to get more matches... Stop watching Raw. Yeah. Stop watching SmackDown. You know what? Watch TNA. Yeah. TNA has, without a doubt, the most stacked women's roster right now. Oh, they yeah. just signed the Iconics. Who are now uh, the inspiration. That's the two eyes. Yeah. Um, um, they just signed in there. They've got, you know, Chelsea Green's there. They've got all of the... Uh, Deanna Perrazzo. Deanna Perrazzo's Nikki there. James. Yep. They, they have... They have this huge depth at the women's division. Plus, they have a ton of history with, like, your Gail Kims. Your Awesome your, Kong, who's yeah. now going into their, uh, their Hall of, of Fame. Fame. And it deservedly so. Yeah. So, I mean, that's where women's wrestling is, is TNA. I can only hope that with the TNA-AEW uh, deal that they have, maybe... We can see some of the start seeing maybe some of the TNA uh, people with AEW, especially now that we're doing another belt. Yeah. So we got to fill it out somehow. And, and here's the thing: if you want to see more women's wrestling, and I absolutely do, yeah. Tune in and watch those matches. Mm-hmm. Tune in and watch those matches. Find out when are they going to do it. If it's going to be a Impact match. Yeah. Tune into Impact. If you find, find those it. matches. I think it's on Access. Yeah. If you want to see more women's wrestling, tune in. If you want to see more women's wrestling, go online and find those matches. Give those matches on YouTube, on Facebook, give them the numbers. Yeah. Because Show women's them. wrestling is amazing right now. Yeah. And that's not yeah. just talking about the Becky Lynch's and the, the Charlotte Flair's. It's not talking about the Hiroka Shida's and the... Brittany Baker's, you yeah. know, Britt Baker's, Britt Baker's. It, it just, I, I was trying yeah. to come up and I had like a dozen a name, names, just went away. you know, 
they're all amazing. Look, I mean, let's this talk about not, Britt Baker. This is not the Divas era anymore. No. We're not watching uh, glorified slap fights in Jello. Yeah. You know, like we were in we're, the 90s. We're not watching the lingerie matches yeah. or, you know, the Playboy Playmate matches. We're, we're not watching the eye candy pretend uh, at all anymore. Yeah. Go find those women's matches, yeah. watch them, give them the numbers that they deserve. Show, hey, I really do want to see this. When you see another women's pay-per-view come up, buy it. I don't yeah. care if you watch it. If you don't want to watch it, if you can't watch it, just spend the money on it. Yeah, show, Let them know, hey, this is what I want. Show that it's something we want to see. Because Triple H made the comment when asked about when would be the next evolution. Uh, he said, "We've basically, we've already done that. Uh, yeah. We're not going to do it again. It's it, it, a one and done, and which it, well, is what caused it, Mickey James to do put on the one with TNA. Yeah, well, uh, and and to, to be fair, to be fair, and there's issues with this, but it I don't think it did well numbers wise. Probably didn't. But they also didn't really prep it well. That's it also didn't true. advertise it well. So there's reasons why it didn't do well numbers wise. But from a business point, I get it. Mm-hmm. But we as fans, if this is something that we want to see, if we want to see more than three minutes, four minutes of matches on our Monday Night Raws, on our yep. SmackDowns, on our Dynamites, on our Rampages. We have to tune in. We have to watch those matches, and we have to make our voices heard. Hey, we want to see this, and we're willing to pay to see it. Yeah, we got to make them more than piss break matches. Because right now... I mean, that's what they're being treated that's as. That's what they're treated as. AEW is doing a little better. Yeah, the match between Sheeta and, and Serena this week was amazing. It was yeah. great. It was what well, at least one commercial break, if I remember yeah. right. It was great. They're doing it was a, a little, match. They're doing better in the quality of the match, but they could be doing much better in the quantity of their matches. Right. And you know, I, I know people are gonna you know say, well, you know, there's a lot on dark, there's a lot on elevation, and, and that's true. Um. That's not nationalized television. That's not getting the, the viewer's eyes on the product. Yeah. Um, they do, and this is something that I, I do blame AEW for, they do very little to put over Elevation and Dark. They don't talk about it much on Dynamite. Talk about it. If you mm-hmm. had a good match, if you had something that was really awesome that happened on Dynamite or Dark, you know what? Show me a video clip of it. This is where you use your packages. Yeah. Show me a package of, you know, Abaddon versus Layla Hirsch. You know, when well, they, you know, something, you know, get me get me to go watch those shows. With Scorpio Sky. Let's talk you know, yeah. and I know this isn't we were talking about women, but same idea though. With Scorpio Sky, he was crushing it on dark. Mm-hmm. Crushing it. And he became the number one contender for the TNT title. They mentioned it, I think, once. Yep. Right before he had his match and lost to Cody. Yeah. You've got to, you know, talk about your up-and-comers. You've got to, okay, we don't have room for Scorpio this week on Dynamite. Right. It happens. They've got a huge roster. I'm down for it. They've got five shows a week now, I think. Mm -hmm. Four or five. Four. Four. They've got four shows a week. And, yes, we want to push people into watching them on elevation and watching them on dark. But you got to talk about it. Yeah. They barely mention it. And it's like a scroll across the bottom of the screen when they do. Tell me what is happening on your YouTube shows, because the only way to really find out is to go to Twitter or go to YouTube. Tell me that I'm going to see Daniel Bryan versus Sammy Guevara on dark. And you know what's going to happen? I'm going to tune in to Dark to watch. Even if you don't have that quality of a match, even if you're just talking about your 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 bog standard Dark matches, right? But you have somebody on Dynamite this week who's normally a fixture on Dark, Brian Pillman, for instance. Show me some clips of him on Dark. Why should I care? Okay, so he's in a match with MJF. Okay, I hate MJF because I don't like his character. So, are you telling me that I have to default cheer for Pillman at this point because I don't like Cage? 
I mean, uh, MJF? No. I, I hate MJF because he hasn't changed. He hasn't changed. Evolved. But, he is in the exact same spot he was three years ago when I heard his name for the first right. time. So, but give me a reason to actually cheer Brian Pullman Jr., not just boo MJF, right? That makes sense? Yeah. So, um, really? Other than that, you got anything else for, for the week? Well, kinda... we, we did get some sad news this week. Yeah. That I think, uh, actually just sad news today. Yeah, for the local um, group for, at least. For local, which most of, I think most of our yeah. listeners are, except for yeah. the, the dude in Russia. The hey, dude man. in Russia. Who, you yeah, know. Thanks, buddy. Uh, Diamond Championship Wrestling, our local uh, ind- independent wrestling company, is going to be shutting their doors at the end of the month. Is it the end of this month or end of next month? Uh, I thought it was October. Maybe in October. But uh, they had a post you know, on it on Facebook. Yeah, they they've posted it. They're they're going to be closing their doors, and after four years and four months, mm-hmm. is what they said. You know, they they are shutting their doors. They are going to announce who's taking over the territory. So at least somebody looks like they're going to hopefully be moving in. Yeah, they do some shows and still in Ocean Springs and Pascagoula. Because uh, I, I got to say, I'm a fan of DCW. I have enjoyed what they've done. It's been great. I'd like to say thank you to Gene and Laura Miller yep. for bringing local wrestling yeah, to the exactly. coast. Uh, and all of the, the DCW yeah. you know, uh, stars. You know, your your Kolovs, your Justin Stones, you know, all of these guys that uh, the the recently departed Mountain Man. Absolutely. You know, these guys that we went and saw on a, on a lark a couple of years ago. Yeah. We were just like, holy crap, there's our local wrestling thing. Let's go see this. I mean, it just you mentioned Justin Stone's name. Justin Stone was a heel. Yeah, and we were the jerks that were like, okay, we're just gonna cheer for the heel. We, we printed out paper. We printed out papers that said Justin Stone section, because this was when Cesaro was doing that. And we're sitting over there and we're holding these signs up when he came out as a heel, and he gets in the ring and he's he's wrestling somebody. I forget I forget who he was wrestling. Yeah. You know, the face, right? So the face is trying to cheer the crowd, and like the whole crowd's cheering. And Stone walks over to the corner because we were kind of at a ring post, and he points at us, and we all start cheering, yeah. And then the, the face goes to the other side to get those people to cheer. So Stone walks over there and goes to lift his hand, and then just walks right back across <laughs> the ring to where we are and points yeah. at us, yeah, you know. It was great. It was perfect. He comes and, up to us at the intermission, and he says, at first I couldn't see what your sign said because I didn't have my glasses on. I couldn't see. He says, but that's the coolest thing that has happened to me. You yeah. Know? So, yeah. It, it was great. Like, you could tell they just completely changed the flow of their match. And spent the first ten minutes just yeah. getting us to Dueling cheer. Crowd chants, where you know, you know, and exactly. we like the five or six of us that were there. We're just shouting we're, down everybody else. Yeah. It was great, and those are the only those are things that you can only get at your local wrestling shows. That's a great memory. Yeah, because that kind yeah. of stuff you're not going to see that at like a house show no. for WWE. You're not going to see that at a Raw taping. You know, that's your local. I almost can guarantee any of you that are listening to this that aren't in our local area. You probably have a local wrestling somewhere near you. Yeah, I know that there's some in um, in Laurel. There's in, some in Laurel. In there's some in Hattiesburg. There's some in Mobile. There's plenty in New Orleans. You know, guys, find your local wrestling groups. Go out and support them. Yeah, go we pay don't five bucks. Yeah, we we don't know why DCW is closing down. We have some ideas, but we're not gonna throw that out there. Mm-hmm. But we do want to say thank you to Gene and Laura Miller for bringing that to us. We want to say thank you to everybody who's stepped in the ring for them. Yeah. Everybody who helped them in the back, help them set up. Uh, we want to say thank you to the city of Ocean Springs and to the uh, city of Pascagoula and the VFW there in Pascagoula that let them come. City of Biloxi yeah. that let them come because that would happen to Biloxi, that memory yeah. that we... Yep. It was great while it lasted. And hopefully this next group, whoever comes in, continues with that great legacy that was set up by these guys. Hopefully so. And with that said, we want to turn and invite you to listen to our friends over at Rogue's Cast Radio. Mm -hmm. They talk about any and everything nerdy. Yes. And if you want to get a taste of it, check out our bonus episode that we released on Wednesday because... 
we had Jay from Rogues Cast Radio making an appearance, and we kind of formatted that similar to their T3. Yeah, absolutely. So give them give them a listen. They they absolutely deserve deserve it, and I think that you will be thoroughly entertained. Now it is a little more adult content. Yeah, a lot more adult content. A lot more adult content than than what we do. But give them a listen. I think you'll enjoy. Um, also, while you're in the listening mood, go listen to Sonic's your cell phones. Um, that's some friends of ours. They do a uh, podcast on movies, both new and old. Uh, in fact, the most recent one wasn't even on wasn't even really on movie. It was on Squid Game, which is apparently something that I have to watch because it has uh, taken the internet by storm. I've seen some on it. I really um, have no idea what it is, but. But they do reviews. They did a a fantasy sports movie draft uh, thing. Mm-hmm. Um, they just talk about movies and talk about what's good, what's bad, what's going on. You know, give them a listen too. Uh, fill your ear holes with uh, with the the dulcet tones of all of our friends. You know, what I have affectionately started calling the McNarb pod- podcasting group. Right. <laughs> so, and speaking of McNarbs. We'd like to say thank you to McNarb Gaming here in Gautier, Mississippi for allowing us to use this space every week. They have all of your board game, tabletop gaming needs. If you want to get into Warhammer, come check them out. They have it. They have Age of Sigmar. They have 40K. They don't have something. I'm sure that they can get it for you. If you want to get into D&D, they play games every Wednesday. They have new games starting all the time. They have all of the books that you could need. And if you just want to come play before you buy, somebody will lend you a book. So come out, check them out, tell them we sent you, and support your local game shop. Yep. And if you're going to be supporting local, support your local liquor store too. Um, hit Big Dog Liquor here in Gauche. It's where we get all of the, the drinks that we imbibe. Uh, he's got whiskeys, vodkas, tequilas, gins, wines and wines, and then more wines. And did I mention that he has wine? Does he have wine? He has wine. Um, he's got mixers. He's got tons of stuff there. They do discounts, you know, for military. They do discounts for senior citizens. Uh, they do discounts on bulk orders. So, you know, if you want to buy a, a whole case of your favorite wine, you know, wine that they have, yeah. um, you know, order it. He'll he'll get it shipped to, you know, he'll bring it in. You come pick it up and save some money on it. Um, but, yeah, big dog. Get you some liquor. Come down here to McNarve, get you a board game or some cards or something like that. Download you a few podcasts Download to listen to. Download to listen to and rock out, right? There we go. With all that being said, cheers. cheers.